everyone and welcome back to another episode of Unlimited Abundance with your host Paulina Bergova. I'm so happy to be back. Whether you're tuning in, we're about to get juicy. <laughs> I always say whether you're driving, you're on a walk, you're working out, you're doing a little Pilates, you're making a little smoothie, or you're just listening and chilling with the bag of kettle brand jalapeno chips. Wherever you are, I'm so honored to have you here today and to talk about today's subject. So let's talk about cancer season, the energetics of cancer season, magic, rituals. Let's just go deep, right? So we are in cancer season, such a beautiful energy. Some basic things about cancer that you probably already know, but if you don't, then here we go. Um, Cancer rules the womb and the heart space, right? So it's a very feminine archetype it's a very feminine sign um it is obviously ruled it's ruled by the moon and it is also um what is the word sorry why am i losing word it's a water sign right so those are just some kind of things to keep in mind whenever we're in any season it's really important to keep in mind the elements of that season and the parts of you can even look at the house it rules or the planets it's ruled by. Um, and of course, you can look at, I mean, a lot of other aspects of it. But essentially, this it's, it's elements really good to look at. And it's ruler is really, really good to look at. And that way, we can get a little bit of insight on that energy, on that archetype, and ways that we can work with, with, with that energy, right? So let's just tune on in. So Cancer, like I was saying, is a very, very feminine sign, and so the season in general really brings it that to surface. It really calls us home. You probably notice quite a drastic shift from Gemini season to Cancer season, or at least in some ways, Gemini season, right? Communication, air sign. I'm a Gemini. My Venus is in Gemini, so I'm very familiar with the energy, right? But it's a very fast energy intellect, communication, mental stimulation, thinking, curiosity, like air, right? Like wind blowing from one thing to the next. And then we come into this watery cancerian energy, which is so much of being in the body, right? Our body is, you know, people say different percentages, but a large percentage of water, right? So it's really reconnecting with our bodies and really coming back to those familial aspects cancer also rules the home and family so people will see different things around that time maybe you're going to go visit your family around that time maybe your living situation changes maybe you make plans to see your family or maybe you see your family way more than you normally would during cancer season things like this also kind of those themes also family healing perhaps you feel called to heal different familial relationships, at least for yourself, to create inner peace or whatever else it may be, right? It's also so interesting because I'm running my, depending on when I upload this podcast, maybe I'll upload it on Tuesday instead of Thursday so you have a chance to join. But on Wednesday, July 6th, my three-week course, The Feminine Awakened, uh, launches. And it's a very powerful course that goes through, you know, sensual and sexual energy healing and activation, how to work with your sensual and sexual energy for create magnetism for opportunities, experiences, and desires in your life, womb healing, the uh, mother line healing, ancestral healing, invoking gifts from your uh, ancestral line, from your ancestors, and so, 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 so much more modalities, pleasure, all that kind of stuff. Um, and we're doing the work during mostly primarily, if not all of it, I want to say primarily during cancer season, right? So it's a really, it's like the perfect time to be doing work around your feminine healing, your feminine arts, 
also like I'm saying water is such a powerful element to work with that's why I'm also hosting a water manifestation ceremony on July 7th. It's actually one of my best-selling ceremonies. I've already hosted it twice, once in 2020, once in 2021. So I'm bringing it back for 2022. You can see I do it like once a year, so you definitely want to join. You don't want to miss out if you're wanting to do it. Water is a super powerful conduit. It holds energy. It holds information. That's why we think of the water bearer. Um, it's like the bearer of information. Water is also representative of emotion. And emotion, when decoded, holds information, right? Emotion, energy, and motion. So emotions are are basically this information that's coded and once we decode emotion we decode information just like if you're feeling some sort of emotion in your life and you feel confused yet when maybe you sit with it you meditate on it you let it flow through you it brings you information maybe something doesn't serve you maybe something does serve you maybe you want to move in a different direction in life or maybe you are getting confirmation that you are in the right in the right correct direction in life right energy emotion is this beautiful conveyor and conduit and so working with water is really beautiful in many ways so of course like i'm going to be guiding you through a really powerful channeled ritual to charge water with your intentions and i'll offer up ways that you can work with it so that you can use it as this like magnetic emotional force right we charge it with our emotion with our energy to magnetize opportunities into your life but there's other ways that you can work with water just throughout this month as well in intentional baths with maybe you use crystals maybe you use herbs maybe you use essential oils maybe you use a combination of all of those things right and that's going to be more amplified during this time because that's the way that energy is flowing also going in the ocean if you or a lake if you have water nearby is going to be very healing especially if you set intentions maybe to amplify something in your life amplify specific chakras maybe your room maybe your heart space when you go in the water like a bath centered around love would be so powerful with like rose oil even though if you get organic pure rose oil it's quite expansive because one drop of rose oil usually has like 70 plus roses so um really high quality rose oil like one there's one from living libations like 2.5 milliliters like 130 dollars but that's really if it's organic and if it's truly not it's not diluted rose oil is quite expansive but let's say even if you got a diluted one whatever or, or even if you just put rose petals right you don't have to you don't have to go all the way it is really crazy how many rose petals need to be extracted to get the oil it's like so magical in a way uh, but even baths like i said you can even uh order online like organic dried rose petals with and you know and create a bath with maybe rose quartz maybe some other oils or even like it's fine you know you can get a diluted rose oil things like that would be so powerful because the roses would be working with that kind of venusian feminine energetic right the heart and that womb space and then um the water would be working with that element of water like combining you know those two archetypes is going to be super powerful during this time being by bodies of water will be very healing during this time again especially with set intentions because water like the ocean carries so much information and so much energy so you can set your intention of what you'd like that water to do whether it's purify you whether it's charge you up whether it's heal you or something in between and that water is going to be so so, so powerful for doing that right that's a really kind of powerful space to <clears throat> to acknowledge at this time it's also a really nice way to really enjoy. I know when we think of summer, right? A lot of people think of summer in general, right? When we look at archetypes and feminine archetypes, so we look at like spring, summer, fall, and winter, right? Or like maiden, 
um, maiden, mother, crone, etc. Right? When we look at different archetypes, we see we see that in the seasons. And in, in summer, we really see it as like this full bloom, the season of full bloom, right? We consider summer this like fully bloomed, energized season. But what's really beautiful about Cancer season and about this like little bit in June and July is it allows you to savor the moment, right? In Gemini season, it's a very fast-paced energy, like quick socialization, communication, doing, talking. Like it's a very mental energy, right? Which you think of the chakras. The mind is going to be in those upper chakras, and when we think about that waterline of cancer and the heart and the womb is starting to bring you deeper into your body so it really allows you to enjoy the days it allows you to enjoy the moments rather than like you had an amazing day but you were running all over the place talking to tons of people and it was very mentally stimulating the season of cancer invites you to slow down ground into your body and experience life through your body not just your mind like let life be felt and then expressed rather than just expressed and then later felt a lot of people feel anxious or overwhelmed or overstimulated because they're living from their minds they're responding mentally all day long and then later in the evening or whenever it is they're having to process through their body how if they responded accurately because instead of feeling into your body and then responding a lot of people operate very much mentally so they're just like it's just like they're only using in this maybe you relate to this you're only using those upper chakras to 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 convey information right and so then later you come back or you get in your car or whatever you're like analyzing and you're thinking like did i really say what i felt did i express myself to my best ability and so on and so forth because you first went mental and then came into your body to see if that if that resonated so try the other way try this like paradigm of living through your body first and then letting your mind express that so when someone speaks to you instead of quickly responding like let it just have give it a moment to just soak in and then respond when you're out and about and you see something like let it be felt in your body first in my courses and in my work with my clients we have this like i always say inside joke or this kind of mantra of like a full body yes or a full pussy yes and what that embodies or what that speaks to is that letting your body feel into it first right maybe there's an opportunity it's three through three as i'm recording this and you want to feel into it first so i'll give you a personal example so i recently launched these hoodies or crewnecks i should say that we've been working on for months it's a vision that i had a while ago and i remember sharing it to my assistant like so long ago i want to say it was like on a call but basically there are these really beautiful um baby blue tie-dye crewnecks that say that embroidered in sky daddy we trust it's obviously like a play on words uh, from In God We Trust. And it's kind of just a playful, I don't know. It's like, there's like, you know that, you know that, that, um, that reel? It's like the girls that get it, get it. The girls that don't, don't. <laughs> Some people who are like, I don't get what this means. Like part of me wants to be like, okay, if I have to explain it to you, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> but basically it's like a play on words, right? It's like, you know, through a lot of, I feel like programming and propaganda, this like energy or this term god has become like this evil like or like this very judgmental man in the sky watching your every move and so it's just kind of a play on that instead of having it be viewed as this like this harsh judgmental force or this masculine judgmental force it's like a playful loving sky daddy you know and so it's a it's i i love it it's just like 
I feel like it's one of those things that either you get it and you love it or you're like, huh? So anyway, I had this idea months ago. We've been working on it for so long because we wanted it to be sustainable. We wanted it to be made in the USA. We wanted um, the dyes that would be used for the tie-dyeing to be natural and not harmful to the environment. We wanted it to be embroidered, which is you know quite a cost. We all, we had all these requirements, and so it took quite a while to execute it. And it finally launched on June 29th, which was so exciting. And so many of you guys have already ordered yours. If you haven't ordered yours, sales will officially close on July 11th. It's a one-time drop. So we launch it. It's a one-time drop, and it's done. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're like, I need this hoodie, <laughs> I'll have it in the keynote. But basically this idea this kind of idea came to me and i i forgot what i was going to say for this example but i'll just speak to it and then i think it'll come to me and it just took it it took time for it to kind of fully fully develop right so we would first um you know we first have like the design and the colors that we wanted and like i said all these different things it's actually so beautiful it gets hand tied our manufacturer our production team it's like a small um company in montana and it's like they use not, you know, non, 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 non-toxic dyes and specific fat. They have a whole system to really make it honor your body and the body of Mother Earth as well. And so they turned out so, so, so beautiful. Um, and really it was like this, this kind of like culmination of energy, right? It was like this intuitive feeling. Oh, I was going to say, I know what I'm speaking to. When I got the idea for it, it was like a full body. Yes. A full pussy. Yes. You could say, right. You know, I, I, ever since I kind of, um, we paused behind Clyde. I used to run a jewelry company. Being in product is a lot, right? Managing product, as you can imagine, is a lot for many reasons. A, you know, holding inventory, shipping, orders being lost, customer service. Like product is a very um, energy. You need a lot of a lot of hands, a lot of eyes to to run something like that. And so for me, I never really had intentions of going back into product, but this project was just such a full pussy yes that it was just for the the joy that I wanted to create it right like it took a lot of work to have it be as to come out as it is right it's not just something that we had quickly made in China and it's like here we go that's why the price point is a little bit higher because it's sustainably made it's made in the U.S. it's hand dyed you know it's like has it's it's a completely different energy than something from like boohoo or pretty little thing that's made by you know like slavery or like underage workers or they've had so many issues but to get what I mean like it's completely different energy but it was such a full body yes that I was like yes like I will put all we will put this time and energy to bring this to life because it's just in the body I knew it was meant to be and so many of you guys are now loving it and sharing it and ordering it and it's like it's like this there's nothing like it out there which makes me so just how like your body can feel into something if it's for you even if I had that idea and it didn't feel right to me I wouldn't bring it to life right like if that idea didn't excite me or spark something in me and just feel like a full body as a full pussy as I wouldn't have put the effort to bring it through but because I could just feel the energy of it then when it all came to fruition it you know felt so joyful and exciting so just coming back to honoring and trusting your body first and then communicating that intellectually you know that's it's going to really teach you a to live through your 
sensory input and output in a way and input especially right and it's also going to teach you how to live in the present moment if you're living through the body you have to be in you have to be present because the body is telling you right now it's giving you a response right now it's telling you yes or no right now it's not it's not thinking of things it's not rationalizing things the body is giving you a sensation just like when you meet someone and you can just feel if it's a yes or a no for you and so many women um discredit this right they're like oh i should like this person i have no reason not to like them i know within 30 seconds of meeting someone if i like them or not and that's not in any kind of like judgmental way or um like no malintentions i can just feel energetically if i feel a match and my, my body responds if my body tightens then i can feel like okay this this is just like my body's contracting this is not this is not for me or if my body feels like excited and open that I know that it is obviously when we think about trauma this can play a role in this and sometimes certain situations can trigger us to close even if they're good for us and vice versa situations that maybe are familiar but don't serve us can make us feel open right this is why there's a book on this called The Body Keeps Score. It's a really good book. If you've experienced any kind of trauma, small to large, it can really explain to you how it's stored in the body. And I believe it talks about techniques to release it as well. But ultimately, right, your your body encodes so much information. But when we can, as we do in our work and as we tune in more and more and more into a genuine space into our body and also like combine that with intuition we'll be able to feel more into if things are good for us or not good for us right it's like i always say like nothing i say is black and white because everything has loopholes everything is applied differently it's like it's like when you buy a seasoning the seasoning might be delicious but it doesn't mean you put the seasoning on everything like i love tahine but you don't see me putting on everything even though i want to so the same thing with the things i say sometimes i feel like people try to apply it to everything and it's like there are exceptions and there are modifications of course but ultimately living through the body first is going to be something that's going to be much easier to practice during cancer season and i invite you to do so because after cancer season we move into leo season right here we go we're in summertime and we're in a fire sign energy this is like the epitome of summer energy um like uh, ovulation energy if you want to talk about that in the year like leo season is ovulation energy reason being is because it's summertime right so that's already the when we think about the connection to a woman's cycle that's ovulation so we're already in that kind of like full beaming glossoming energized charismatic kind of vibe it's so funny i always think of like a summer night with like body shimmer oil on when i think of like leo season that's kind of a weird thing it's so funny i actually have so many body oils i have like one from this like vegan brand called aether i have like a body oil from them i have this these face drops but i might use them as body drops because they feel like they make me look a little bit orange from pay p-a-i and i also have somewhere like an anastasia body oil and today i saw on living libations another body oil and i'm like do i need this body oil i have a lot of body oils but anyway i think about like that summer evening like a glimmer glow right and then of course fire as an element well leo in general right archetype of when integrated leo is can be very confident very warm very loyal very protective when not integrated can be very arrogant and selfish <laughs> um i think we really see we can see this definitely play out same thing with like gemini's like an integrated gemini is very intellectual is very witty is communicative is well commu is very i would say well communicated is um 
great at presenting ideas, right? <laughs> Myself. Um, no, but like in an unintegrated, of course, can be manipulative and can see the shadow, can see the shadow aspects of that. Like with anything, right? You can, you can see it in both of its, kind of both of its spaces. And so in Leo season, it's like this, the fire element shows like creativity and passion and movement. Like you see a fire, right? It's active. The fire is burning and burning and burning and perhaps even getting larger and smaller, moving side to side, right? Fire is like that active energy. Um, Leo is also very childlike. It has like a bit of a childlike energy, like a childlike innocence, I should say, to it. So it's very playful. So that's a really just nice element that it has during that summertime. But again, during that kind of phase, you're going to need to have some inner work done that you already know how to live through your body because when the fire sweeps you up and you're creative and you're energized and you're moving and through life, you know, you're going to need to have that awareness and that practice of living through the body, responding through the body rather than just kind of like getting swept up. Do you know what I mean? So we're needing to have that practice during that era so that as we step into leo season we can do that in an aligned in an aligned way in an aligned manner and so those are just some really beautiful beautiful kind of events coming up um i'm also hosting a past life regression which i've never done in divinity but it's something i feel really called to do i was always kind of i don't say afraid to do it but i just was like i i was like this too too woo woo for certain people and I've recently just kind of been unapologetic in my work and I feel like if I'm really called to share something that there's clearly people who are ready for it so on the 21st I'm hosting online a past life regression meditation and ceremony it's not just going to be meditation we're going to have like a ritual in it as well it's going to be very powerful uh, if you're inside divinity you already get access to this and if you're not inside divinity i welcome you to join it's in my ceremony membership you get access to two ceremonies and their recordings each month so you can go back to them as little or as often as you want or if you miss them you can rewatch them um, but that's another event that's going to be hosted in july um, it's really powerful a little bit, of, let's talk a little bit about past lives, right? Let's just dive into this very lightly. I know there's a lot of information on this and there's a lot of perspectives. And I always like, in, for me, I always like encourage you to find what resonates with you, right? Like I share what I feel and what I've channeled and what I've gathered. And if that resonates with you, then I feel like we're meant to be in alignment and we're meant to work together, right? Like most of my clients come back to every single course pretty much or, or a lot of my work which is really exciting for me a because it makes me proud of my work but b because i know those people are aligned with me and my message and perhaps like our lives are quite intertwined energetically that what i'm sharing is exactly what that person needs in the moment let me hold this one crystal i feel called to hold right now it's kind of I know, so only you guys would get it on this podcast but so when we think about past lives it's it's i mean if it's a so we have our you know like our there's very many theories on how our souls incarnate but ultimately right a soul can incarnate and oftentimes a soul will like be a be a, a pure essence and divide into many energies and then split onto the planet earth that's why if you're lucky enough or if it happens to you sometimes you're able to find or like find people who are who are other pieces of your soul how can you prove this i don't know right like it's kind of just a, a felt thing um but usually those fragments will have such very very similar lives to you or have a very similar energy i have a friend in my life and i swear we're like from the same soul fragment we have so much in common in our lives like 
so like where our energy feels so our energy just feels so similar to a point where it's almost like scary like I feel like I'm hanging out with myself things like that so and I've also found people where I also believe it's like a piece of the same fragment now I know that that's like this might be too much for you but just to explain and maybe you had that too with a friend or someone you've seen even online or met you might feel like we have such a similar energy that it's like I, I can't even put it it's hard for me to even put into words like you it's not that you even like look alike or do alike you could look different but your energy is just so similar that it's like it feels like the same essence right but anyway we are our pieces of our soul go through have have many lives uh, those of us who have incarnated more recently or have been, like i'm assuming that if you're listening to this you're 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 in a specific state of consciousness where this resonated with you so i would probably bet that you've been incarnated quite a few times that you're not a new young soul i would really doubt that like a new like a soul with no experience is listening to like a consciousness awakening podcast right like you most likely have always maybe been called an old soul or you've people have called you wise or more mature for your age or whatever those other things are right it's because you've like the wisdom that you hold is from many lifetimes yes in this lifetime you may be on planet earth for i don't know 15 years 16 years 17 years 20 years 25 30 50 but the wisdom you hold is like from like just from eons and it just couldn't be learned in that time like for me the amount of things that i and I, i'm not even taking credit for it i'm just like the conduit but the amount of things that i've channeled and shared and like integrated it's just like it couldn't just be in a way from one lifetime like it's clearly coming from just past knowledge that's like in or like wisdom that's just in my bones right like when I channel rituals or modalities or healing or different techniques and specifications it's like they're not just like I learned this and now I'm regurgitating it they're like flowing through from like generations in a way and from like a lineage in a way right from from many many women in the past and so when we so that, that's just like something to consider, right? That souls incarnate and have incarnated many times before or less, you know, how how many times, like, we don't know. You could do various, like, again, you could do various past life meditations and maybe you'll discover more and more. But ultimately, the the more you usually have feel a call to awakening or you've already awakened or you awakened early and you feel as though you're per- that's part of your purpose, you know, you most likely have, have lived in in the past you know whether that's this is like going a little bit a little bit, i know intensely you lived in pleiades or you lived in sirius or you've lived in atlantis or lemurian times and you feel like you're returning right or if you don't know any of what i'm talking about like let me make it more simple for you you've you've lived enough where you have like experience within your being that's more experience than one would just just have from from one life right also when it's important to understand that time is not linear we perceive it as linear so it makes us easier to navigate this reality. Do you know how confusing it would be if you, if life wasn't linear? Like, can you just imagine how, like, just genuinely how confusing that would be to to, to your body, to your being? Like, if at any moment, like, there was no past, present, and future, it was all just happening now, even though it is, but we perceive it as linear. And, like, n- you couldn't put two and two together. You couldn't be like, he texted me, and then we went on a date, and then we fell in love. It was just, like, all one thing. Like, we need that linear nature for us to make sense and have context for things, people, places, and experiences, right? Yet, because all everything is happening at once, that means that the future, in a way, or what we perceive as the future, has already has its seeds now i said this in last week's episode but just like how in your grandma within your when your grandma had your mom in her belly 
and your mom wore the wore the um, eggs for you, it's like right now holds the seeds for the future. And at the same time, it holds the energetics of past experiences as well. Now, I know it's like, it's like kind of a mind fuck to understand, <laughs> but basically this is powerful because things that are like patterns that we may be playing out or experiences that we may be playing out or preferences that you have for example i have one of my clients and she is so drawn to sensuality and to sexuality and to speaking and teaching about that and she's so powerful and when she's done past life regression she's seen in past lives that she's been involved in um kind of sexual spaces in various ways whether she was like a high-end escort or she was a priestess let's say for example I don't remember the exact specifics but she's ultimately involved in 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 that sexual kind of arena right so in what past life regression is really powerful is it can give you clarity or I know for women you might have a connection with someone um, whether it's maybe your current partner or your husband or a friend or your mom or your dad when I've done past life regression I've seen that I was my mom's mom and my mom has done past life regression and seen that I was her mom it was very very clear this was crazy it was years ago um, and I was holding her hand she had like a little hand I was holding it and in front of us it was like all sandy and kind of dusty we were walking towards a pyramid and she saw that exactly exact vision which is so trippy right um but i think in different times because i went to a passive regression yeah she didn't even live here at the time when i was in the land my early years um i went to past life regression i remember telling her i was like oh you were my child and it makes sense because oftentimes i feel like i'm her mom (laughs) in a way energetically so it's really interesting um, or like I said, maybe you have a connection with someone that's unexplainable. Like you feel like you've known them forever. Maybe it's a man or a friend, a man, <laughs> but like maybe it's a part romantic interest or maybe it's just a friend and you feel like you have this otherworldly connection of like, why do I feel so drawn or magnetized? A lot of people I find from women make this mistake, which I shouldn't call it a mistake, but yeah, I guess like they have a strong past life connection with someone. So they believe that they're the one in this life, which is not true. So just because you really resonate with someone in this life, because you already, your energies have already been together. So their energy is familiar. It's like you've eaten an ice cream flavor for years. You're going to like the ice cream flavor, but maybe now you're allergic to that ice cream flavor. So just because you, when you go to the grocery store, you, your eyes immediately go to that ice cream flavor. doesn't mean that that's the best one for you. So that's a silly metaphor, but I'm just trying to kind of illustrate a point. So some people will feel really, really drawn to someone and think that that's the person for them because they feel this like super strong connection. But really, it's just like their body and more importantly, their auric field, recognizing that person's being or their soul essence as familiar. And so it's sending off like sparks or alarms in the body like, oh, and so then you're like, oh, like I'm feeling something. So that means that it's good for me. Same thing with like sometimes people will ignite trauma in someone. Like they'll ignite abandonment issues or codependency or whatever it is or the bond over trauma. And that person then is like, oh, this is so good for me when like objectively it's most likely not. But the body sending signals. So we interpret those signals as, okay, there's some kind of reaction occurring, energetic or chemical. So this must be good for me, right? So what past life regression can do is it can allow you, if you set an intention to understand you know, every, every, every regression, you can do it multiple times. And that's why it's going to be really beautiful because if you, when you come to the ceremony, whether you come to the divinity or one-time ticket, you get to keep the recording. So you can do that regression all the time. You can come back to it in a week. You can do it every day for a week if you wanted. You can just do it once a month. You, it, it's like so powerful to have. Um, and you'll be able to 
like I'm saying, like set an intention and see what you can gather. Sometimes you'll gather a lot of information, sometimes it's not a lot. It's different every time, right? All of us are different. I can't like tell you what you're going to experience, but you'll begin to gain clarity on things in your life. That's like the first beautiful thing. You may begin to gain clarity on your purpose if you set the intention, on friendships, on your relationships, on your family, on your partner or past partners perhaps or whatever else it may be. And also you can invoke and set the intention to embody and invoke gifts from past lives, lives that serve you and bring them into the now. That's going to be part of the ritual that we're going to do as well. So because they're all happening simultaneously, all of that energy is available in the quantum field and it's also influencing us as well. And I always, I, I don't know who said this, either I said it or like I took it from someone, so I'm not going to take credit. I don't remember because I listen to a lot of stuff. I teach a lot. So like a lot of information is just flowing, but it's basically like the things that influence you the most, I think it's from a book I was listening to, are the most subconscious. So the things that you, like that, the, but like for, this is a good example with beliefs the things that you don't even realize are your beliefs and you really just think that's how it is those are the things that are influencing you the most because you don't even you can't even identify yet that that's a belief it's like the bottom of the iceberg we see the tip of the iceberg and we start doing inner work we're like these are my beliefs i'm gonna work on them and that's why inside my courses um like if you've taken your your two-week abundance quantum leap great like mini course to take we like crack through that iceberg we're like let's go deeper let's really see the beliefs but ultimately at least i believe it was in that course so we did that work again i've taught so many courses so many things that i'm like i don't i try to do my best to remember what's in which one i want to say that in that one yeah we did go into that we did crack under the iceberg we did um inside your tweak abundance quantum leap i'll link to it um in the keynotes i have like a link it says like courses masterminds retreats and more it's under that and you'll see it. it's called your two-week abundance quantum leap very catchy your tweak abundance quantum leap okay anyway um those are things that influence you the most right that are below the surface <laughs> and so same thing with past lives patterns from past lives that are repetitive that just feel like who you are are influencing you the most. So if you have a strong desire for something or a strong resonance, like maybe you like love and really connect with ancient Egypt, maybe you really connect with water and dolphins, maybe you connect with like a specific area like Japan or Korea or China for some reason, or like with gate energy of geishas or like something is just so fascinating to you. Like I, know, I like for example, I'm super fascinated by courtesans in Paris. I heard about them. They basically were like super well-educated kind of elite escorts or prostitutes in a way, but they were very well-respected and they could play instruments and they were very politically informed and it's just so fascinating. So I'm like, I don't know if there's some sort of like connection there. Also, I've seen Egypt when I did my past life regression with my mom in it. So you begin to understand why certain things you're drawn to, or maybe even like a certain style of clothing, why you're drawn to. Like, it's just very interesting. It's very interesting. Like when I started really loving like goddess dresses, I'm like, this is definitely, in my opinion, coming from something in the past where this was just really just part of my wardrobe. Or like I had this moment where I felt like I had to wear tons of gold jewelry. I know it sounds like it sounds so woo woo to someone who's outside of this space, but like like my neck had to be covered in like a bunch of jewels, and I had to have like earrings on. Like it was like I had to dress like a goddess, and I was like, something is happening in the cosmos where it's like reactivating that. So. Past lives are really powerful because they provide clarity and and they can also, so it can just give you insight and can allow you perhaps to move forward easier, can maybe allow you to make decisions, decisions easier to understand yourself and your energetics 
in a better, more cohesive way. And most importantly, what I think is really beautiful is that it can bring gifts. Like it can bring talents and natural gifts and inclinations that you have and it can you can begin to anchor them more solidly into the now. So that's, in my opinion, one of some of the beauties of um, work around past lives or past lives regression. So like I said, it's at um, 5 p.m. Pacific. You get a recording if you can't come live. I know some people, are, a lot of my women who come in who are in Divinity or come through one-time tickets are overseas. Usually some people in Divinity, more people in divinity most one time people take it i believe come live those that can um but if you, you'll get to keep the full you'll get to have the full replay if you can't come live but if you can come live carve it out of your schedule like make it a thing burn incense put make it get, get a cozy space even if it's in your bed like make a little elixir like set some intentions like carve out time for you and your spiritual practice and your you space it's so 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 healing that's why i love divinity because it's like you subscribe to it monthly and so you basically are guaranteed if you commit to it to carve out just two times in the month for you where you get to receive like for me it's different because i host so many spaces and i hold space so much right so then i have to kind of recharge myself because i'm always usually on the hosting end so for me i love being on the receiving end that's why i love going i pole dance and so for fun, <laughs> I just love it. I love going to classes because I love finally being on the receiving end because I'm always usually the one holding space. So for you, it's really beautiful in divinity because I get to hold space for you. Like you get to come and just flow and receive and be in your feminine. You don't have to think about anything. You just, you get guided. You get guided through the ritual. You get guided. Like I hold you energetically the entire time and you just really get to flourish. So like if you're looking for a way to continue your spiritual growth and evolution and have a community and have a really beautiful space, like I created Divinity for this reason. It's such a beautiful space. I'm being completely honest when I say like, I wish I had something like that earlier. Like I wish if I had a place where I could go, someone would host two ceremonies for me monthly that are really powerful, channeled and like literally life-changing ceremonies and rituals where I would get to connect with cyclical energy and find out about what's going on in the cosmos and how to apply it to my life. And I got to be held and nourished in that way twice a month and I got to keep those meditations and recordings if I wanted to reference back to them like it's priceless and you get we get to get to get access to our uh, global community group chat as well so you can meet so many like-minded people and exchange ideas and in and, and times like now where so much stuff is happening maybe you need resources or maybe you like in terms of maybe you need to hear like well, I don't know, maybe you're traveling somewhere and you're like, hey, does anyone live in blank? Like, what are the travel policies here? Or, hey, does anyone live here? What's it like with the current situation there, right? It's it's better, It's it, being connected is so powerful and in our age now, especially it's on Telegram, right? So um, it's really, really, really powerful space. So, you know, we spoke a lot about a lot of things today and I'm just, I'm so honored to be back on the podcast. I, I always say, whenever I record these, I really am in such a channeled, flowy state. It's really magical and I can't force them. I don't like to force them. Like, for example, today, if I would have woken up and I was <clears throat> would have been like, I have to record two podcasts and I sat down and forced myself, they would not be the quality that they are right now, right? I flowed through my day and then I felt I wasn't even fully planning on it. I did have the intention that I wanted to record a podcast, but then it like, in the middle of the day I was like I need to record a podcast and then they just this this is my second one just like flowing out of me right so I'm going to like do my best and to keep these weekly um I really hope you enjoy them if you're still listening please tag me on Instagram do a little screenshot and tag me at pbbunny97yt 
PB Bunny 97YT. I feel like, you know, like um, when you watch TV and they have a commercial and they're like, come on to www.com, www.com. But tag me because it really helps us grow our community and expand our message. You never know who might see your story and who that this podcast might be like the catalyst to like their whole spiritual journey or feminine awakening. It's so beautiful to think about the butterfly effect like that, like you reposting something one person seeing it could spark a whole change in their life and therefore all those around them or those that they encounter with to some degree right or takes you to a great degree um and then just influence can spread so quickly so when you share my podcast it means so much to me tag me i'm gonna do my best to repost as many as i can if i'm on that day so yeah, also stay tuned with me on Instagram. It's where I update you guys the most with reels and content and captions and posts and stories and let you know when a new podcast is up. Also, what you can do to always know when there's a new podcast, put your notifications on. That way, even if you're not on Instagram that day, maybe you're not feeling going on because there's maybe a lot of energy on there, you'll get a notification and you'll just know it's up. Like if you're listening on Spotify or Apple or whatever you're listening on, there should be, I believe, a notification option. So put that on. So even if you're not on social, let's say it's a Saturday or Sunday, and you're just chilling and in your own vibe you can just know when there's a new podcast out all right tag me i love you i hope to see you if you're listening to this again we start the feminine awakened on july 6th so get on in before then get inside divinity if you want to join me for the july event i'd love to see you there i hope you're having a beautiful day my sweet sweet angels um and yes i will talk to you so soon goodbye everyone and i'm wishing you unlimited abundance and i will also see you next week on unlimited abundance with your host polly amarigova